0: Hello, this is David Metric, founder of Airbook One, where we are reimagining how you can book and fly privately. With the big increase in popularity in flying private jets over the past couple of years, it's our hope that our listeners will learn many of the ins and outs of flying private jets. It's a very cool world, tough to break into, so let's get into it. Welcome to the Geometric Podcast today, and today we have uh, have a pretty exciting uh, visitor. We have Josh Tate, who's the CEO and co-founder of Pay, which is a cryptocurrency company that works in different verticals. We're going to learn a little bit about that. And of course, we're going to have to ask what his views are in today's world, most recent world, last 30 to 60 days in the, in the crypto world. Uh, welcome, Josh.
1: Thanks, David. I appreciate you having me.
0: Yeah, you know, this is great. Uh, really excited to learn 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 about more about crypto and and how it fits into different business verticals. Um, if if you can just give us a brief overview, I know there's probably a lot to say, but just a brief overview. What is Forum Pay? What do you do? What your goals and your missions
1: are? Sure, absolutely. So, um, and I'll try and keep it relatively brief because you might imagine these are topics that I can sort of expand on. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Forum pay at its basic at the crux of, of what we are as a company is a payments company. Um, we designed forum pay to be the most efficient and, and straightforward and transparent solution for providing crypto to fiat services in within a payments environment. That payments environment can can be deployed or be applicable in a lot of different types and kinds of industries. We're very, very broad when it comes to the industries that we serve. But the general premise with forum pay is that we wanted to make it as easy for a consumer to pay with their crypto as it is for a merchant to receive um, a fiat payment where the conversion is handled instantly at the time and point of the sale or at the time and the point that the transaction takes place. Um, For our merchants, the, the process of accepting cryptocurrency from a consumer, is frictionless and, and, and de-risks any perceived notion of cr- crypto risk or, or volatility. So for our merchants, a payment from a crypto buyer or a crypto purchaser or a crypto consumer is no different really than accepting any other payment. They're receiving fiat funds, so dollars or or pound sterling or euros, whatever the, the fiat currency may be, just like they would from a credit card transaction or something like that. Um, but for the fact that we're substantially faster, more efficient, and less risky than a credit card transaction is in terms of the, the merchant's exposure to the, to the actual payments infrastructure, to the, to the payment flow. Um, from a consumer standpoint, we are 100% wallet agnostic. So we very much address form pay from the solution that a, a, a crypto consumer should be able to use whatever they trust, they like, they feel in terms of their wallet, in terms of their cryptocurrency, in terms of the blockchains they trust to actually initiate a payment with any forum pay-enabled merchant. So a consumer can have whatever wallet it is they trust. They don't have to necessarily have something forum pay-like. They don't have to download anything. They don't have to to, um, use a proprietary peer-to-peer system. Consumer can use whatever it is, whatever crypto they want, whatever wallet they want to use that crypto from, and they can spend with our enabled merchants as easily as they can spend any other form of, 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 of payment. So that's generally the premise behind what form pay is. Now we've expanded into a lot of different products in the market, but what our real value proposition is, aside from what's been previously addressed in the market, is that the conversion is instant and true and guaranteed. So when someone spends their Bitcoin, but the merchant wants U.S. dollars, when that point of sale, point of transaction takes place, the conversion of Bitcoin to dollars is instant and guaranteed confirmed to the merchant at that moment in time.
0: So, as one of the questions I was going to ask you, so when that happens, it's like the they just say it's Bitcoin. So, at the moment the transaction happens, whatever the price of Bitcoin is at that moment, that's or is the same thing as what they're seeing on the screen. That's what they're paying.
1: Correct. Absolutely correct.
0: Got it. So there's no okay. So whatever you see that that, that is what it is, and I there, obviously there's no lag time between. Uh, purchaser and seller, so that's a, it's sure. interesting. So, what what if you don't have? A, do you I mean, so you need a cryptocurrency account to make this happen, or if you just want to use U.S. dollars to, for example, to move into Bitcoin to, to do a transaction, can you do it that way?
1: Like if so there's a number, of, there's a number of different types and ways for a consumer to be able to acquire their cryptocurrency. We do have a product that we're launching very shortly that is a um, that is a fiat to crypto. Uh, mm-hmm. foreign pay does have its own wallets should a consumer want to download one of our wallets but our primary business is in facilitating an existing crypto consumer so someone who yeah. has owns and is passionate about crypto to be able to make everyday purchases whether it's for a taco, a piece of pizza, a, a, you know, a cup of coffee, or whether right. it's to buy a house or book a, a, a private jet flight, right? We can we do it in lots of different industries around the world. Um, most merchants, as you all know, still pay their bills in fiat. So mm-hmm. it's that instant conversion so that both parties to the transaction know exactly what they're getting out of it. The merchant says, our bill's a thousand bucks. The consumer knows this is what a thousand bucks worth of Bitcoin is at this instant moment in time. That transaction takes place Both parties are happy because they kind of got what they wanted out of it. Um, I use this analogy frequently. So assume I'm a shopkeeper and I'm selling shoes and I have a bunch of, you know, the fancy new Jordans on the wall or something like that. Mm -hmm. Consumer comes in and says, hey, I like that pair of shoes. Merchant says, great, those are 200 bucks. Guy says, well, all I have is a bushel of apples. Well, the merchant's obviously the shopkeeper's obviously going to go back and say, "Well, go sell your apples, come back with the two hundred bucks, and I'll sell you the shoes. right? Now, if I'm standing in between the two and say, "Give me the bushel of apples, consumer, Mr. Merchant, here's your two hundred dollars. Nobody cares that the the buyer came in with apples and the seller got their dollars, right? Right, Because I instantly made that transaction facilitated for both parties. We do that same thing, but for, in our transaction, they're Bitcoin, or Ethereum, or Litecoin, or Dash, whatever it is. Right.
0: It's interesting. That's, a, that's, a, that's a great analogy. It answers my question perfectly. <laughs> I like that. The, the bushel of apples, I have to remember that one. Um, so what <laughs> So what? Uh, what verticals, like, so I know you're in private private aviation because that's what we do. But what other verticals do you do you work in a specific list of verticals, or you could do anything?
1: We can do, well, anything's a big word, but we are very broad when it comes to industry application. So we have, um, like I said, everyday purchases all the way up to you know, your luxury items, your travel, your, your entertainment needs. Um, we've got a very broad spectrum of types and kinds of merchants. One of the reasons therefore, is that forum pay owns its own IP. It owns the payment flow from beginning to end. So we don't have third party dependencies where we would have to look at outside parties for things like underwriting merchant accounts and things like that. So we do our own KYC and our own due diligence on the merchants that we onboard as, as our customers. And so long as they're, we can onboard them according to our procedures and, and our regulations in different countries, um, they can become merchants of ours. A lot of that really has to do with, with not having third-party dependencies which is something you see frequently in credit cards, right? In a credit card transaction, there's like six different people who touch that payment, which means six different people have to have underwritten it before you know you can move forward. They may all have different risk assessments or risk categories in their underwriting. Ours is ours, right? So our underwriting standards are our underwriting standards when it comes to that. Literally, we have, custom, we have merchants on in our books that do dollar- Frequent dollar transactions like one dollar, all the way up to multi multi million dollar transactions for things like homes. So, um, a couple of a couple, notable so a of things
0: a cup of coffee to homes,
1: a cup of coffee to a home, or <laughs> right. in planes and jets and things right. like that. One of the things that we also, you know, we work heavily with regulators around the world to, to get people comfortable with the way that we address crypto to fiat payments and we've been very successful. For example, highly regulated markets. Real estate is a highly regulated market. We have title companies almost every almost every state. I, I think actually now we have title companies in every single state in the US. Um, we're also now working with a lot of the notaries, title companies, and escrow services um, in the UK. So we're expanding our presence in, in a lot of those types of industries. In gaming, we were the very first, and I think still the only crypto payments processor that was licensed to do business in the United States in any state for uh, online regulated, registered sports books and, and gaming companies. Um, we did that same thing in Malta, which is where about 30% of the online gaming companies exist. So um, we work in highly regulated markets. We work in standard e-com and retail markets. Uh, this summer, we're launching two flagship physical locations at resorts where you will be able to use your crypto from whatever wallet you want, wherever, whatever time you need to pay for your room, to go to the F&B, to buy your coffee, to go to the bar, to buy your lunch, buy drinks. Um, it'll actually be a total property-wide resort-oriented um, physical point of sale integration. Um, so, very broad,
0: right? So, I mean, this is more of a. Uh, I mean, could, all my questions would be layman questions because I'm not really involved in crypto. Been reading a lot about it, but what would be the advantages? Like, why why should companies accept crypto payments?
1: I think probably one of the first and foremost is that the the, the crypto consumer is the fastest growing demographic consumer on the planet. Um, so when it comes to a merchant, it, it, it's really about embracing that particular customer and the way they prefer to pay. Crypto consumers are very passionate about, or in, in, large, in large part, very passionate about the use of crypto. The more you enable the use of crypto, the more you have attracted that demographic of consumers to your business and there are a lot of crypto consumers who will go to businesses that, that embrace them as a consumer and allow them to pay what they want to so from a merchant perspective it can be a massive customer acquisition tool um, not to mention the fact that in a crypto transaction the way foreign pay processes. is processes transactions. There's no risk of identity theft. There's no risk of chargebacks like there are in credit cards. It's a much more efficient means of settlement than what typically a credit card or other type of processing service would have. So it it really does. there's, There's virtually no risk in embracing that consumer. The benefit is all in attracting Um, basically what is, I believe, to be the next evolution in the most efficient means of payments and providing access to the fastest growing demographic of consumer on the planet. If you think about the overall crypto consumer, there's over 400 million wallets in the world today. FormPay is the only solution for crypto payments that embraces the entirety of that market. So you'll hear us talk frequently about, we are a total addressable market of consumer company the consumer can use whatever tool they want to be able to pay with our merchants. That's, that's, you know, pretty impactful when you talk about the total addressable market, that number of 400 million will likely double within the next year. It's a very aggressive statistic in how crypto is being embraced by broader spectrums of the population every day. So
0: obviously it's been, it's been super volatile the last 30 to 60 days and a couple, I believe, a couple of the um, you know c- companies who, not Bitcoin or e- Ethereum, but uh, some of them have gone out of business. Um, I know a couple of people that, that lost some money. I also, know lot people have made a ton of money in crypto. So th- th- I guess I'm getting at the r- the risk factor in general. Um, it's kind of you know we all trade in, in the stock market. It feels kind of like that a little bit to some extent. Um, so I'm just curious if when people say it's too risky for me or businesses say it's too risky, like what, what are your comments, to, comments to that, I guess.
1: I happen to think, as you might imagine that the cryptocurrencies and specific cryptocurrencies in particular are really the next evolution of payments, banking and, and, and global ways of doing business, mm-hmm. um, as an investment. I tend not to opine right i'm i there's there's as many opinions out there or people on why bitcoin has has lost value in the last six months or whatever the case may be right whichever the cryptocurrency may be, a lot of the major ones tend to tend to trend together um so lots of speculation is the reason for that i think what you'll find is that the robustness of those major cryptocurrencies is such that there's really no denying now that even if it were to devalue to a certain extent, it would rebound based on a number of different factors that affect any particular marketplace. Um, The interesting thing about what forum pay does is the higher transactional volume you get out of, or or, or that, that is applied to any of these cryptocurrencies, specifically in payments, the more stable it becomes. Now, keep in mind, FormPay eliminates the risk of volatility in a transactional environment entirely. The price of Bitcoin at the time the purchase is made and the dollar value that's going to be settled to the merchant is is instantly identified at the transaction level at that moment. So there is no risk of volatility. But from an investment perspective, I think you're seeing the stability of of cryptocurrencies um, in whatever cycle we may think or opine we're in currently. Uh, is pretty strong, even in sort of a a depressed or an inflationary market. Interestingly, we have not, you know, exchanges are really good at being exchanges. Um, Other crypto companies are really good at being investments or not in certain cases. (laughs) Foreign pay is a payments company, right? We facilitate transactions. We have not seen a downturn in our volume or amounts of transactions throughout any of the downturn in the in the in the value markets right so as we may see shifts in which cryptocurrencies people spend with and why and on what but generally speaking our volumes continue to increase in terms of the amount of payments um, that consumers are, are the amount of times the consumer is paying with cryptocurrency month on month to double digit percentages
0: so, so this is interesting. So I I, I understand that and I, I agree with what you're saying because when eons ago and I graduated college for the first three years. After that, I traded currency actually um, at the Chicago uh, Board of Trade, and I, um, yeah, you know, there wasn't a euro at that time because I'm older. But I did the yen, the <laughs> Deutsch, the, Deutsch and, and the Swiss franc at the time. And you're right; they follow each other to some extent, and just because a value of something is higher or lower really has no bearing if that currency is being used. It has to be used. I mean, it's, it's currency, you're, you're, you're buying, you're, you're trading, you're you know, interacting um, with buyers and sellers, it has to be used. It's just that it's new and it's different. So I, a lot of people talk, they'll ask me, how come you guys don't have cryptocurrency um, as a, a part of payments for um, Airbook One? I said, funny enough, we're um, in, in talks with a group um, to do it, because um, one of your colleagues reached out to me initially, as you know. Um, and we're working through. We got a we got a whole list of um, iterations we're doing, but we're we're going to get there pretty probably pretty quickly. But I think it's uh, it's certainly the future. And I, for me personally, I like the ease of use of it. It's it, it, it I think it's very smooth. Um, and I also I also invested early on in Bitcoin um, with a couple uh, trading friends of mine, and so I'm familiar with it just from more of the investment standpoint. I'm not as familiar with it. have kind of used it to buy to buy things with if you will. I've just been more trading, but I've been you know learning more about it from your colleagues and reading uh, about it more, you know, just in, in world news and whatnot. But it's certainly, certainly interesting. So I'm curious why um is there an attraction to private aviation and crypto for you? Because you have like certain listed um industries that you you work with. I'm just curious why private aviation um you think is a is a good you know vehicle for crypto. I have my own opinions on that. But I'm curious what, you, what what your thought process was.
1: They're probably very similar. And congratulations on on early investment in Bitcoin. All my, you know, Bitcoin maximalist buddies would 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 be, they um, they'd call me and give me grief if I didn't, you know, somewhere in here say stack sats.
0: Truth right be now. told, <laughs> I, I right. But truth be told, I did a kicking and screaming. One of my buddies kind of forced me into it. Uh, former partner of mine in New York. He's are you're, do, you're doing this. You're doing this. He fronted some, He's like 50% for me. He's like, now nah, you're in because now you owe me money. So I'm like, fine, I'll do it. Literally, I didn't want to. He forced me into it and I'm happy I did. But anyways, we do. It's you know,
1: it's it's funny how how everybody's got their kind of crypto journey story and they're all great to listen to. I mean, I go to everyday places in and around my neighborhood and I'll just when making a purchase for something that I like to buy, um, whether it's a big item or a little item, I'll go, has anybody ever asked you to if you accept Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? Like, you know, we get asked all the time, but I don't know, it's confusing. And I sit down and go, let me make it really easy for you. I mean, we get customers like that all the time. And so we bring them on board and they go, all right, now if somebody says, can you, will you take Bitcoin? All you have to do is say yes. Right. <laughs> you still get whatever money right. it is that you're expecting to get out of the transaction. In right. private aviation, there's a natural fit, right? There's, there's, it's just, and I'm a big proponent of, These markets aren't so different, whether it's digital currencies or or other types of currencies, there's always the wealth effect right so there are certain things that people there are people who have made a lot of money in crypto and they tend to treat themselves to very nice things and you know, some of the more exclusive types of things in the world, private aviation being one of those. So there's a lot of people who very much want to use their cryptocurrency. They're very passionate about it. They've made a lot of money in it. They can afford private private aviation versus commercial aviation. And if you'll accept their, the, their preferred form of wealth and their preferred form of payment, you will get a dedicated consumer or customer for life. We've seen that happen over and over and over again. Not only in private aviation, but I I keep going back to real estate as a sort of a fundamental example. Do you know that one in 10 first time home buyers in the United States last year used their crypto? Unfortunately, they cashed it out of the exchange, but they used their crypto wealth to make a down payment on their first home. That's Hmm. like 300,000 people. Yeah, it's a lot. who, Who used crypto to make the down payment on their first home that shows you that at least in that particular demographic of of, of buyer, there's a significant amount of wealth and digital assets. The same exists for things like private aviation, right? Or, you know, we have boat brokers and things like that. There are people who have a significant amount of wealth and want to treat themselves to certain things in that currency. And they want to be able to spend that currency and or that investment directly with service providers who will embrace them. We see a lot of it in private aviation and and in luxury goods. But again, we see a lot of it in a very, you know, in, in a cup of coffee environment as well.
0: You know, what about on, on your list of, of verticals? You have um, uh, you know, connect your forex or trading business with crypto investors. I'm curious what 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 that what that section is about.
1: It's kind of you'll hear me talk about interoperability frequently when you hear me speak at different places or talk to customers or to merchants. What FormPay really focuses on is complete interoperability, and, and interoperability means making. Digital currencies or cryptocurrencies, whatever you want to say, or digital digital financial assets, however you want to, whatever nomenclature you want to use, um, making those interoperable with every other currency, fiat currencies, for example. Our other interoperability that I mentioned is we try not, well, we not we try not to. We focus very much on being interoperability amongst the blockchains, amongst the various cryptocurrencies that are built on those blockchains. Right. So, in in any time where we have, say, a Forex type of a company, and we have a lot of Forex kinds of companies, traders want to be able to trade (laughs) whatever currency, be it digital or fiat. We create that environment that allows them to do that. So they can make the deposits with their crypto. It's instantly to converted into the, the fiat of the choice that they want in their brokerage account or in their deposit account to be able to make those, um, make those trades that they want to on the fiat markets. It really comes back to interoperability. We have hedge funds and investment managers and, and so on and so forth that do the same. They want the investment from a crypto person or crypto consumer or crypto enthusiast, whatever you want to call them, but they still need to have their investment move forward in some sort of fiat currency. So we enable that as well. So it, it really creates an interoperable environment between crypto and fiat that can be applicable in lots of different use cases.
0: Yes. Okay. That's interesting. It's like you all do everything with regards to the, like have the, the middle person, the um, you know, from A to Z. If you want to use cryptocurrency really in any industry um foreign pay seems to be the the leader for sure and I, I don't think you all have it really any competitors do you I, I'm doing some reading and studying you're really you're the only one that's really doing this kind of full, full circle solution for crypto it seems like to me
1: it, it, is, it depends on how you define competitors, um, but certainly I would agree with you. Um, <laughs> I don't consider us to really have any, any competitors. Being wallet agnostic, for example, um, that's very unique to us, and that actually allows us to accept payments from the total addressable market of consumers. Instant conversion with, fiat, with guaranteed fiat settlement is very unique to us. Um, and, and obviously we're, we're, we're very deft at merchant processing. Um, so I would say that there are a couple of competitors in the market who take a small sliver of the, the, the overall total addressable market that we, that we address mm-hmm. and say, you know, some of them have been around for a while. We have certainly done a number of things that make the process substantially more scalable, more trustworthy, more frictionless. Um, and a lot of that comes down to we were built by, FormPay was built by payments people who all had a passion for crypto, not necessarily a crypto-oriented company that was trying to figure out something to do with payments. You know, my 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 CFO was 20 years as CFO of major public payments institutions. Uh, my chief operating officer came from 20 years in the payback and credit card processing space, almost from its infancy, right? Um, my global accounts director is, you know, Barclays, sort of, you know, old right. brass. So we are very much a, a traditional payments company that has focused on scaling the ability for people to use crypto because we all have a shared vision. For the fact that cryptocurrencies, generally speaking, and this, but you know obviously the trustworthy ones and so on and so forth, um, are the evolution of not only payments, but also facilitating banking remittances. We have a very large remittance business that is, um, you know can be applicable to traditional remittance, where you're going crypto to fiat for uh, cross-border kind of an environment to send family or friends money where they can pick up local cash, but you can very efficiently send them cryptocurrency to make the transaction happen more quickly and less expensive, <laughs> more importantly. Um, and we have, we we use that in global payroll services to provide, you know, mass global payouts for for payroll companies. So it's it's there's a broad application of it. When it comes to that, I would go back to no, I don't think we have any competitors.
0: <laughs> right now, I got it. I, I, I mean it's kind of like there's like if there's 50 things to do, you kind of do them all and do them well. And I think there's some other companies out there that do one or two, kind of if you will. What about a couple more questions I have? I know there's a white label integration because that's what we're talking to you all about, which I think is great. And people should really check out foreignpay.com to learn a little bit more about the integration with, with foreign Pay. Um, what about um, commissions? How, how does that work on transactions for you guys?
1: Uh, commissions related to kind of how do we earn our fee? Right. Correct. Yes. So we, we don't charge anything other than a simple all-in transaction fee for when we actually process a transaction. Um, we have a number of different commercial models that we follow. We have a lot of optionality within our commercial model. So I always encourage people that when they you know, come to us, that they set up an appointment with, with one of our account reps or even myself. Um, to have a discussion about what the best applicable commercial arrangement for your business is. So we can charge just a flat percent fee, for example, against each transaction. Um, that the merchant would absorb, like they would in a credit card environment. Um, we can also charge a convenience fee, which is something that we often do, for example, in real estate transactions, where the buyer is, is, is sort of paying that flow for the, for the processing, um, and probably every iteration in between. It, it kind of goes back to, we own the entire pay flow, right? We, we, we don't have any third-party dependencies in our entire payments flow. So we can give our merchants the ultimate sort of optionality when it comes to what suits them best in their business. But we don't ever charge anything other than a fee on an actual transaction that takes place, that is confirmed and, and, and goes through the system and everything else. Uh, there's no implementation fees, there's no subscription fees, there's, there's nothing. We don't have hidden fees. If you get a fee for if you get a a a price from us or a fee from us, it will be the only fee that you will ever see um, that you'll ever experience within the transaction.
0: Got it. Okay, that makes sense. That's good. It's similar to how we do it. Um, I mean, it's a volume business. You want to provide great service so people keep coming back. And I think we're both like other companies where it's like you have to max the people who try to maximize the fee in a particular transaction. Which makes no sense to me, but it's more about, like you said, the great service, um, delivering a great product, and getting it to the consumer to make them feel comfortable so they keep coming back for more and more and more. And that's I think that's, personally that's the right way to do business. Um, is there anything um, you, you want to add here? For uh, again, your, your uh, website's forumpay.com. Anything you want to add to let people know to, um, how to find you or who to talk to or check you guys out?
1: I I think you can check us out on our website. It's pretty easy to either just start to open an account. Um, You can do that in an automated way from, from the website. You can book a meeting with any one of our sales reps in lots of different parts of the world. We're kind of a 24, seven company, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So um, we do David, as we discussed a little earlier, pride ourselves on our service levels and and our, and our customer service and our account management. Um, You know, we have, we don't stop at just a pre-sale, for example, right? Our, our, our touch to our merchants does not stop when they open an account. So when you're when you're a forum pay merchant, you'll have somebody to walk you through the beginning if, if need be. You can sign up automated if, if you want to. but you're also going to get a dedicated account rep that can help you manage and optimize your account in the future forever and ever. Um, so we do focus very much on on customer service, but absolutely, I'd encourage anybody to pop to the website book a meeting with one of our folks open an account directly using our automated system and 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 ultimately you'll probably at some point chat with me as well and i love to chat forum pay so i'm always available
0: to do so <laughs> yeah well I, i've enjoyed this very much i le- i personally have learned a lot i hope our, our audience will too there's no question about it i think it's 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 there's some excitement to it i think because it's new um and just from a practicality standpoint it's super easy Um, to to, to use uh, cryptocurrency. So everyone should at least at a minimum check it out and get a feel for it. But I want to thank you very much for your time. This is really informative and I hope you had had, uh, a fun time talking about this. And anytime you you want to come back and visit or if there's anyone else uh, you you think we should talk to, uh, we're always open and and love to talk about it.
1: Awesome. That's great, David. As as you might imagine, I love talking about this stuff. So I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do so.
0: (laughs) Of course. Thank you so much. Thank you all for joining the Jetmetric Podcast today. We hope you all learned a little, maybe became a bit smarter, and maybe, just maybe, you're now a jet center, or at least on your way to be. The Jetmetric Podcast is brought to you by Airbook One, where booking private jet charters has never been easier with guaranteed pricing, a high-end flight concierge team, and a super cool app. Check out Airbook One at www.airbookone.com and on both the Apple app and Google Play stores. This podcast can be found at www.jetmetricpodcast.com And of course, at the Airbook One homepage. Have a great day. And until next time on the Jetmetric Podcast, read, learn, and fly. See you.